From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fans. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Here we are, phone for the fans of Bleed Blue Show, uh, the Rain Podcast with Ranger Proud. Uh, another two-point win, uh, this time over the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, that's another shout-out in the books. And as far as uh, uh, Rangers get their 50th win of the season, another two points. And, wow, just a week ago, I was, writing, I was just writing them off as far as the division after that Carolina loss. Ah, you know, I'm going to stick to my guns. I hate to go against my boys, but you know, I'm going to have to just say it. I'm going to have to say uh, it's still Carolina's division to win. Uh, I hope I'm dead wrong, and I'll take any personal uh, verbal beatdown by any fans on this platform. So let's be honest. Let's just jump right into it because we're going to go probably about 30, 35 minutes on this. So let's just get the guys on and talk, man. Uh, another uh, important win. Uh, Scott and Glenn, what's up, man? Um, hey, Glenn, say hello to the people, because we're going to be real quick. We're going to only go 30, 35 minutes. Let's try to get as much as we can get in. How you doing, man? Just say hello, and then we'll start off with you. How you um, doing? I'm doing great. Looking to talk about a lot of positives since we uh, spoke last week. Oh, absolutely, man. A lot of positives, Glenn. And what's up, Scott? How you doing, man? Hey, good evening, Steve. Good evening, Glenn. Uh-oh, it's our trial, Glenn. We were talking really crazy last week. I know I was. Um, <laughs> well, I, li- I lied to you last week. I lied to you last week, Steve. You asked me at the end of the uh, show if I thought the division was over after losing to Carolina, and I said yes. And uh, I'm I'm happy to admit I was wrong. Me too. I didn't see I didn't see Detroit getting that win. That that really threw me off. When when Detroit beat Carolina, that threw everything off. So we kind of got that back. But it's you know let's hope for, let's let's go for the division. Why not us, Glenn? So go ahead and start with it, and then we'll go to Sky get his thoughts, man. Another shutout. It's like three straight games of a shutout, and another two yeah, points, we, man. We can't, talk, we can't talk about any bad goals that the goaltender gave up because they haven't given up one since we talked last, and uh, that's something that uh, they just said at the end hasn't happened for the Rangers since uh, 1973. Um, so that's uh, certainly something, but 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 I think you know the the, the Philly and the Detroit game was really uh, more of team shutouts. I, I was really impressed with the uh, you know defensive play of the whole team. Not that the goaltenders didn't play well, of course. Um, tonight was a little different. Uh, you know the defense still played well, uh, uh, but uh, you know Shesterkin had to make some uh, really good saves under uh, a lot of pressure with the game still one nothing. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for Comrie uh, for Winnipeg, I think this game could have been, uh, you know, five nothing. But uh, Shesterkin also had to make a number of really good saves too. But overall, um, you know, I think the team is just gearing up for the playoffs, trying to uh, stress a little more defensive play, and uh, I think it's working. I really think it is. Yeah, another solid uh, play. Um... I mean, I like the makeup of this team, man. It's balanced. But Scott, go ahead, far away, man. I deserve all the lashing for coming out of my mouth reckless last week. So feel free to put me on trial, sir. <laughs> I own it. No, I I didn't have anything for you. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think back now, and now you're making me uh, <laughs> kind of recap like what, what you said. No, no, if anything, I'm the one eating crow here. Uh, I've been eating it all year on Crider. I would eaten it. Um, you know, I wasn't sold on this team up until last week. Um, well, I was sold before that, but that last week was the first time I, uh, you know, said it on the show. Um, no, I'm just, I'm loving life right now. I mean, they're, uh, you know, remember about halfway through the season, we were, you know, they, they were winning games by getting grossly outplayed and somehow coming out with more goals. And, and it was the Igor show. And, you know, we were wondering, like, how long, far could that take them? Uh, could that kind of play catch up with them in the playoffs? Most likely, yes. But they're not winning games like that anymore. They're, they're the better team. They're out shooting people. They're, they're, they're dominating for almost 60 minutes. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're the, it's not the Eagles show anymore. I mean, it still is. Uh, here we are on a, you know, another shutout, but uh, it doesn't have to be the Eagles show anymore is, is I guess what I meant to say. Um, I, I'm just super stoked for the playoffs. I really am. I mean, sky's the limit, uh, you know, we we're, we're, we got just as much shot as anyone else. I'm gonna, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. Carolina, uh, Florida, Colorado, sure they're uh, you know they never lose, but I don't see why we're not in the same conversation as them. I really don't. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Um, I got to say this that that was a great save by Shostakin on Ellers uh, late in this game, mm-hmm. uh, Glenn and Scott. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, now we talk about cleaning up things we know we can nitpick. And rightfully so. I mean, this is, how can you, you know, not be uh, upset as far as these shutout streak, this shutout streak? But uh, you know, Keanu Miller, love him. He's done a lot of great things. I mean, he got beat bad on the back door, so there's something on the, the tape to clean that particular part of it up. A great save, kick save by Shesterkin. But yeah, I mean, look at that. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at. I mean, it's really nitpicking at this point, man. I mean, we, we have the goalie <laughs> to get the job done. But also the shift that, especially the the Adam Fox uh, goal, uh, it was all set up by Panera, and he skated his ass off on that in the offensive zone on that shift. Uh, what are your thoughts as far as setting up uh, Fox's goal? And then we, and I remember Ranger fans, some Ranger fans, uh, annoyed by the second line center in Ryan Strom, who's having a good year. Uh, he got another goal. He got it a jump starter on a power play goal. Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about Strom. I, I, I really like Strom. I don't know what's going to happen with the cap situation, with Cop here now. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen after the season is over. But, you know, I've always been a proponent of uh, of Ryan Strom. You know, a lot of people said that Panarin uh, makes him. But I think he proved in the, uh, the instances that uh, Panarin was out that, uh, you know, he's a, he's a real good uh, center. And, um you know, uh, the, the fact that, you know, this year uh, he got his uh, 19th goal, which is a, a you know, career high for him. Um, you know, I I think he fits right in, and that second line is, is terrific. Um, you know, uh, one of the things I wanted to point out, too, is uh, that I liked is, you know, I, I was worried about Capo coming back and, uh, uh, you know, his wrist, and he comes back first game, scores two goals. Now he's out again, which – is a little troublesome, but uh, Lafreniere sits for a game. He comes back and he scores two goals. Uh, so it seems like everybody is really, you know, responding. Everybody understands the depth and and the competition on this team for ice time. And uh, at this time of year, I think that's very valuable because you got every guy in the lineup on his toes, knowing 
that uh, if he doesn't pull his weight, he's going to sit. And that's what you want going into, uh, you know, going into the playoffs. Everybody in their top gear. And I think that's where the Rangers are right now. They're coming together at the right time. Uh, like Scott pointed out earlier in the year, uh, they were getting outplayed and Igor was saving them. But that's not the case anymore. This team is playing a real complete game. And, um, you know, like uh, uh, like like we said, the, the, the two games against Philly and Detroit, I mean, to me, the Rangers just sucked the life out of both of those teams. Those games were, you know, almost non-competitive. This one, obviously, today uh, was a step up in offensive firepower with uh, Winnipeg, and so it was a little bit more of a struggle. But, you know, you mentioned the the Detroit game where they uh, knocked off uh, Carolina. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm just looking right now. They beat Tampa Bay tonight. So the fact that the Rangers shut them out and sucked the life out of them in that one game, uh, but that was in the midst of them beating Carolina and now knocking off Tampa Bay tonight. So that makes it almost even more impressive because Detroit, you know, has been playing pretty well. They've been moving up in the standings. And, uh, um, you know, to me, that just kind of shows how the Rangers are playing right now. They're, they're, They're playing fantastic team defense they're opportunistic um uh that that uh sequence that you mentioned uh that shift where uh winnipeg had about three or four chances to get the puck out and panera just kept up turning up with the puck somehow um you know they're they're just they're fighting hard their perseverance is is top notch and you gotta like everything that you're seeing about this team that you know, right now, from a record and a point standpoint, is uh, getting into the upper echelon of, of Rangers teams in history. Uh, so, you know, this is a team that, that is going to be a, a tough out for whoever they play in the playoffs. And uh, like I said last week, I don't know why we wouldn't be in the same conversation as all the top teams in the league. For, 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 for a while now, the Rangers have been third, fourth, fifth in points, uh, and they've kept that pace up. I think, you know, all of us and probably RP as well, probably were waiting for a little bit of a drop off where they might be getting a little closer to the wild card than to first place. But they haven't allowed that to happen. And uh, I mean, I had high expectations for this this team this year, uh, going back to October. But I got to admit, I am shocked. I'm shocked where they are on April 19th. I would have never thought. So, like Scott says, I, I can't wait for the playoffs to start. Okay, I got two or oh, one question, and, and if you want to ask Scott a question now, what is your sure. biggest shock of this season with this team? And also, you know, answer that question for me, and if you have anything else to say, but also if you want to throw something at Scott, you know, you guys uh, feel free to uh, ask each other something about the squad over the last week or even season. I mean, I, I, I think uh, the, I mean, the biggest shock to me really is just where they are, that they never really had any kind of a, a letdown. They, they never really had a losing streak. Um, you know, when the, the, uh, the way they've been able to bounce back from, from losses, uh, even bad losses, um, you know, they've, uh, they, they've, they've just shown so much, confidence in themselves for a young team uh to to have that and i think what we've seen of, of a lot of the players like you, you point out 
uh, Keandre Miller, for, for one. Um, just the progression that he has made this year. I mean, he's still a kid. He's going to be prone to making a mistake here and there. But, um, you know, he's he's come miles, I think, since last year. And, um, you know, just the way this team has been able to, it just seems like injuries don't bother them. Uh, lineup shuffling doesn't bother them. They they all seem to have this continuity, no matter who they're playing with, no matter what line they're on. Uh, you know, there's just this this commitment to, uh, I, you know, I mean, I guess I would call it Gallant's system, and uh, him uh, just bringing out this belief in themselves. And uh, for a young team, I, I think, you know, really just the resiliency that they've had. They've, they've never, you know, lost, uh, you know, seven out of ten or, you know, three or four in a row. Uh, they've never let that happen. And I think that, to me, is probably the biggest shock uh, uh, going into the season because I thought they'd have some, some bumps in the road here and there. Uh, and they have, but bigger than the ones that they, that they had. And I think they've, uh, you know, they've really shocked me how they've been able to keep it together all year, keep pace with the top teams. Uh, so, you know, I mean, uh, to me, that's that's the biggest uh, shock to me. Um, you know, I thought they'd make the playoffs. I thought we'd be looking more at a wild card, maybe get into third place. But, I mean, they've, they've just stayed right up there with the top teams all year. And, um, you know, to me, I, I mean, I guess I would ask Scott the same question, uh, you know, you know, you said too. You know, earlier in the season, you kind of weren't sure what this team was. Uh, if you know what kind of a belief we had, I mean, are you as shocked as I am uh, where they are right now? And, and what do you think are the biggest reasons why they're there? Uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely shocked. Um, you know, all year long, you know, we went into the season cautiously optimistic, um, and all every time they would go on the three four game tear, I would. Um, I'm sorry, the, the other way around. Every time that they would lose two uh, or three, they would, uh, you know, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop and saying, all right, that's it, dream's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nice. Mm-hmm. But they're just rebounding with a three-game win streak, four-game win streak. You know, mm-hmm. looking at the schedule here. The uh, Western Canada trip was not good. Uh, they came back, ripped off four in a row. Um, uh as recently as uh, you know, the Islanders three nothing loss followed by a shootout loss in Philly, uh, and then they followed that up with a three game win streak. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. a hard fought loss to Carolina in which they actually were the better team, and, and you know, disappointing to come out of that with a loss. And now here they are with not only three straight wins, uh, but three shutouts. Um, you know, just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And guess what? The shoe ain't dropping. <laughs> you know, this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Definitely, yeah, definitely shocked and, and and very pleased about the way this team is winning games now. Because um, for the last third, if not half of the season, uh, you know, we've been winning games the way that they a, a real contender is supposed to win games, and it's just it's just mm-hmm. great to see. And speaking of Eaton, oh, I'm sorry, Glenn, Glenn, what was your second question? No, I was shocked. Yeah, and 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 why do you think they're? And you explained it uh, perfectly. You know, they also had that 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 two game uh, bomb in Minnesota and St. Louis too, and uh, they bounced right back from that as well. And, and I agree yep. with you that that Western Canada road trip, uh, the, those two bombs in Minnesota, St. Louis, 
Uh, I was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. We're going to be dropping down now and, you know, be fighting to, to uh, you know, stay in the top three. And they never let that happen. And that, to me, for a young, a fairly young team with uh, some leaders on this team that have really stepped up. I mean, you know, your guy Kreider, who, you know, I, I've been critical of him in the past as well. Um, I mean, he's been a great leader for this team. Uh, Truba, I think, has had the best year by far that he's had with the Rangers. Um you know, Panarin is just, uh, he's just amazing. I mean, he's second in the league in assists. Um, the leadership on this team that I'm sure has been spurred uh, by the coach, uh, it, it's just, it, I mean, everything is just coming together at the right time. And, uh, you know, you just hope they can continue that through the playoffs. A, a lot of times, a lot of times the team has missed the playoffs for a few years, they finally get there. And they got to lose a couple of times. I mean, those great Islander teams uh, lost to Toronto, lost to in 78, lost to the Rangers in 79 before they went on their run. Uh, you know, Edmonton, the same thing, stubbed their toe a couple of times before they went on their dynasty. Lots of teams, you know, don't go far in the playoffs when they first get there after a few years. But, you know, like I said last week and for a couple of weeks, I look at the other teams, at least in this conference, and, you know, I mean, there's no reason to think that they don't have as good a chance to get out of the Eastern Conference as as anyone else. And uh, that's saying something for a team that's making the playoffs for the first time in five years. Well, thank you for guys for joining the train, man. That's the bandwagon train. I try to tell you guys. <laughs> that was... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I to... you, you had the yeah. Rangers going to the finals back in October. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Steve, Steve, not not only not only do I not have any crap to give you from last week, but it's actually the other way around. You have the crap to yeah. give us because, like Glenn just you said, you've been saying it for months. And I'm just kind of like, eh, let's let's calm down. We're, we're happy to yep. be back. And now you you had it nailed. You knew it. Hey, believe believe in Steve. Well, believe in Steve. But, <laughs> but but the thing is, and guys, the thing I also want to add. Let's, let's, let's add another name to the the, the great names that have uh, for this season. Barkley Goodrell has got to get more. Oh yeah. Recognition for this. He's the glue. I mean, we could talk about the veterans. And remember, we talked about it last year. The veterans got off to a really slow start in that 55 game season and never really recovered. it. when yep. Panarin had that skin, it was a wrap. They, I mean, I mean, Kreider, it speaks for itself, like the, the goals, the point production, uh, Panarin and Zbigniew, that kept pace. Strom has had a strong season as, as a second line center and all the talks with him and Jack Eichel. But this really, to me, as far as you even could add Sammy Blade to that conversation as well early on in the season as far as added physicality mm-hmm. along with Ryan Reeves. But, but the Barclay Goodrow was the glue to me. Because you're getting a guy from a championship team, you can put him on any part of the line, first, second, or third line, wing, center. I mean, he's so interchangeable, wins face-offs, plays uh-huh. great defense, one-third of the ice. He does it all. And it's uh-huh. just a pure hockey player. It's not a knock to, like, the Jesper Fast. It's not a knock to, like, uh, a lot of these former Rangers, especially they're on, hur- on Hurricanes right now. But this guy is just a winner. And that was a to me a very key signing that helped 
put us in this position right now? Because I don't think if you you know Brendan Smiths from last year or or or, or, or you know you know even D'Angelo like whatever defensive the defensemen any of the former Rangers good players nice pieces but this guy it does it all as far as when somebody does goes out it could be Kako. Um, he feels right in. You move him anywhere in the line. That has been huge for us. Heel could be out. He fits right in. Put him in there on that third line with Lafreniere or or whoever opposite him. And especially with the trade pieces, didn't see that coming. And very and that's mm-hmm. another thing. The trades, like you mentioned, didn't have to give up any of those guys. You you kept the mm-hmm. core intact. We are ready to roll, mm-hmm. man. We have it all, yep. man. We have. I mean, we may not have a captain, but let's say let's call uh, Kreider the de facto captain. I mean, I think yeah. you know if we had to give an invisible seed to somebody's sweater, it would be uh, Kreider this year. But you yeah. know, everybody yeah. had their hand in there as alternates. But you got the goalie, you got the defenseman combinations, you got the scoring punch, you have the power play, you got the penalty kill. I know Scott. A lot of the season, he was really worried about even even strip, and I'm kind of a little bit worried about it, a little bit. But I think mm. the defense makes up for it because that's one thing this team has that all those other teams I don't think I since we've seen a lot of these games their route their all around defense is not as good as the Rangers anybody in the East mm. now Colorado's mm-hmm. maybe a different animal I'm not scared of them I just think you know we could be with anybody but, oh there is one more team that we got to keep an eye out on and they're in the opposite conference and Scott you saw them recently the St Louis Blues are fucking rolling man uh, mm, yeah. they're playing. Great hockey, uh, and that might carry over into the playoffs, but that's a different conference. So we may want to put their name in the hat as far as if they were to come out of the West. But anything else you'd like to add, Glenn? Uh, I don't uh, – we just got to keep it up. We got to play strong, hopefully no in, uh, injuries. But, hey, I hate to say it, but we have a test against the Islanders. You guys mentioned the last couple of games versus the Islanders. They've kind of – we got to – I wouldn't even call it a um, – uh, a barometer game, but to me it is because not only is the mm-hmm. rivalry, but they've kind of this season when we've kind of been on a nice little roll, they've kind of slowed us up the last couple of games. I want to see how we do against. Them. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Well, well, I mean the one good thing about the Islanders is Varlamov is out. I think right now, so if we're lucky enough to catch the Islanders uh, next week with him still out, I mean he shuts them out every time he sees them, uh, so that might be a help, but. You know, I want to get back to what you said about uh, Goodrow. I mean, Goodrow has played on every line this year, and he's played well on every line this year. He's fit whatever role uh, he's need to play, depending on what line he's on. So he's been great. The other thing, you know, we didn't really mention is, um, you know, Meek has been pretty consistent this year. He's usually, you know, pretty streaky, but, um, you know, his game has been noticeable even if he's not scoring. He's getting assists. Um you know, I I think he's been a bit of a quiet leader as well for a team that, you know, like doesn't really have, uh, you know, they have veterans, but they don't really have veterans that have gone uh, real far in the playoffs. Obviously, Crowder did with the Rangers, but, uh, you know, Panera never did. Truba never did. A lot of the veterans on the team uh, haven't really gone far in the playoffs. But you got a guy like Goudreau who, who won two cups, um Obviously, Sammy Blay early in the year won with St. Louis, and I think that matters, you know. Um, I think when you got a couple of guys in the locker room that have won cups before, uh, it not only helps the young kids, but it also helps the veterans that, that haven't been there. So uh, I think I said last week I love the way this team is constructed. 
Uh, Got to give a shout-out to the coach. Got to give a shout-out to Drury for bringing in the exact right ingredients that uh, they needed uh, uh, toward the end of the season. I mean, Vetrano was scoring and cop a, a point a game. And, unfortunately, Tyler Mott, uh, uh, I'm not sure when or if he's going to be able to come back this year. But, you know, got to give a shout-out to management, too. As much as the players have played well, uh, management on this team has done a great job uh, in instructing and constructing this team. So it's been an effort right up and down the organization, and it's uh, it, it just it has me so excited. Um, I, I can't wait to get to the playoffs. One more follow-up to that before we go to Scott. So let me – so the, I guess you're convinced that Shesterkin can go a whole year, huh? Because that was your question Looks at that the way. beginning of the season. Looks that way, huh? It was my question. It was my question, but it, he looks strong, doesn't he? I mean, uh, you know, I, I, yeah. I can't. Uh, I, I mean, I can't disagree with that. I was worried about that. Um, you know, again, it's going to be uh, a grueling couple of months if they're lucky enough to get that far. But you know, the thing about him too that uh, we have to remember is, you know, he's not a kid. He's 25. He's played in a lot of playoff games over in Russia, so he's felt that pressure before. Um, so, you know, I, I was worried about that, but, you know, like Galant has also done a pretty good job, and I'm sure he will over the next uh, five games to uh, give Georgiev a couple of starts too and, um, you know, have him ready to go for the playoffs. So, no, I was worried about that, and that's another one where, you know, he's proved me wrong, that uh, he looks like he's ready to go. Um, and one, I, thing I mention, one thing I want to mention. One thing I want to mention. Well, go ahead. You go first. You go first, and then I'll mention it. No, I was going to say because remember he had that little. Uh, I would call it. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? He had a uh, to his standard. He kind of had fizzle. I would call it fizzle. He yeah. had struck, struck. I guess, and he kind of rebounded nicely uh, since what was that, St. Louis had, game. He had, he had three or four games where he didn't seem you know, quite what we've come to expect from him. Um, but you're right. I mean, he's bounced back well from that. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no doubt about it. You know, he, they, you know, they also had that uh, week of February where they only played a, a few games. So uh, maybe mm-hmm. that helped too, having, uh, having that rest, uh, you know, in the middle of the season there. So hopefully that might've rejuvenated him as well. Although he had that slump after that, but uh, no, no, he looked, he looked great. I'm not worried about him at all. Um, the one thing I wanted to mention was I heard them say uh, right before we came on at the end of the game that uh, uh, we were talking about five-on-five. The Ranger who has the most five-on-five goals in the last two years is Lafreniere with 28. That surprised me. (laughs) Oh, I never guessed that. (laughs) I would have never guessed that either. They said that. They said that right at the end of the game as I was lowering the volume to come on with you guys, uh, that he's got 28 five-on-five uh, five goals, most of uh, any Ranger in the last two years. You knew so, that, Scott? There we go. Yeah, I heard that um, one – I don't remember what game I was watching, but I've been watching the uh, the visiting feed. Like tonight I watched the game on uh, on the TSN uh uh, the Jets announcers. I just I, I like hearing other announcers. I like a little variety, you know. Yeah. Sam and Joe are great. You know, every game for thirty years. I like uh, get a little variety yeah. at this point. But, uh, yeah, so I did hear that. And one of the uh, visiting announcers said it a couple weeks ago. 
Um, regarding the five on five, um, yeah, I, 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 I'd, I'd like a little bit more, yes, but the way that they're playing now and actually and not facing 40 shots a game and facing 25 shots uh, and, and, and out shooting a lot of these teams, like that definitely eases the pain um, and, and alleviates that, that lack of five on five scoring because they're mm-hmm. not facing onslaught of shots. And again, it doesn't have to be the Igor show. So, um, you know, they're not. When you knock that shot, that uh, shots against total down 15 or so shots per game, give or take. I don't know what the exact average is. It just seems like it was mm-hmm. went from about 25 lately. Um, that's definitely going to leave the uh, the five on five lack of scoring, but it has gotten a little better, I think. Um, now, everybody, you, you guys, I, I, we got a Barkley Goodrow shout out. We've uh, obviously, um, you know, Kreider. Uh, I'm going to give my shout out to one. Alexander Georgiev, because remember how terrified we were about, like, oh, my God, he has to start these games. And um, Alexander Georgiev has won his last six games, two of them by shutout. So, you know, we were terrified. Um, He, you know, since March 15th was that first first win. So from four days ago, the final stretch – we were hoping to get what four and two. If he was four and two, I'm sure you know going into that we'd all be very happy. He's six and zero. Oh. Um, you know he looks like a completely different goalie. Uh, we've got to give him his props there because we were terrified and he did his job. He yeah. went uh, did more than we, we thought he was going to do or hoped he was going to do, and has gotten us to where we are. Uh, he'll probably get one more start and then you know he did everything we needed him to do and actually a visible first two-thirds of the season he had, and you can tell on his face how upset he was, and obviously, you know, a a mental issue. Um, You know, your head not in the right place. Of all positions, the goalie is the worst one you could possibly have. So he has recovered Mm -hmm. nicely. He looks a lot more confident out there, looks a lot better out there. Um, Still a little nervous when he starts, but um, he got the job done, 6-0. And, um yeah, you know, got us to where we are here. Still, uh, still t- tied for the division. So I got to yeah. give this process. No, that's, yeah. that's that's a great one, uh, Scott. Because you know we we've all been terrified, but you know <laughs> at, at, at the bottom line, at the at the end of the season, you, you want your backup goalie. If they can give you twelve to fifteen wins, you're happy, and that's about where he's going to be. So, um, you know, for all. For all the daggers that we threw at him all season for some of those uh, terrible performances, um, you know he's gonna he's gonna wind up coming out about what you like to see from your your backup goalie. So you know, hey, props to him because uh, he's turned it around in the last uh, few weeks. So you're right. Yeah, better 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 than than now. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna struggle, struggle yep. early. Go get hot at the right yep. time. I mean, this team is doing it right at the right time. And if we could even go back to that Carolina game, because when we talked about it, that game had a weird element to it. And I hate to make excuses mm-hmm. for it because sometimes it ha- I mean it happens in hockey. You get these um, the puck just happens to be in the right place for the right time for, for the other team. I just don't see that happening over and over in the series. Um, I so I say all this to say I can easily see a six to seven game series uh, yeah. series with any of these teams. 
Uh, I think we have the horses to do it. I think we have the depth to do it. And then this whole thing since the trade deadline for me, uh, even with some of the losses, that's why I didn't think we were going to win the division because to me it was more about chemistry than anything. It was more about mm-hmm. the guy, new guys getting acclimated with the, uh, the the rest of the roster alongside, like you said, the backup goalie uh, doing his job just to keep us in the hunt. And, you know, Shesterkin in his particular case was to kind of find himself. Uh, where it seemed like he, you know, it got a little, little, little I would, you know, a little bit careless, but all looks good, man. Um, Scott, I hope I'm dead wrong. I hope we win the division. I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> of course, I'm gonna win the division. <laughs> and I, you, I mean, the way um, things are developing now, too, we have no idea who they're gonna be playing. I mean, Washington is creeping up know. on Pittsburgh. Uh, Jerry is out, and Pittsburgh is kind of uh, falling off. So I, I can see Washington catching Pittsburgh. Uh, Boston is still in the mix. I'm not sure with the first round. Maybe you guys know what the how the first round uh, comes out. I mean, obviously Florida is going to win the conference. If the Rangers win the division, uh, is it possible for them to play Boston, or do they keep it within yes. the division in the first round? It, I think they can, right? No, they can play Boston. If, no, no it, that way. It, it, division. Our division winner will get the top wild card. Florida will get the, the division winners play the two wild cards, and then two and three in each division play each other. So right. that's why I was saying up until about a week ago, that's why I was saying I'd rather finish second and third with that juicy Pittsburgh matchup because the top wild card is going to be most likely Boston or Tampa – uh, two teams I'd rather just assume not play just yet in the first. You know, we still need to yeah. – as favorable as a matchup in the first round. This is the first playoffs for, what, 80% of the roster, give or take? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, yeah, we're, we're great to be back. But, like, you know, I'd like to get, uh, you know, as easy, quote-unquote, you know, because it's the playoffs, but, you know, as quote-unquote easy, uh, favorable. Favorable is a better word. Favorable is a matchup as possible, and I thought that was Pittsburgh. That was why I didn't win the division. But, yeah, yeah, Washington now is one point back with a game in hand, so they control their own destiny. And, yeah, Pittsburgh's falling apart. They lost 7-10. They lost their goalie for uh, a week, not even day-to-day. So we can – you know, it looks like it's going to be uh, – might not – chance of it being Washington, which is actually better because Washington's a three-hour drive and Pittsburgh's a four-and-a-half-hour drive <laughs> so for, those, for those road games three and four. Um, yeah. Yeah, so th- yeah, the answer to your question is uh, the division winners play the wild card. Florida obviously gets the lower of the wild cards to play, and we will get the top one. Right, but what All I'm right, asking cool. is if, if we win the division, that is. Pittsburgh, if Pittsburgh keeps falling and winds up in the second wild card, uh, and Boston in the first wild card, because uh, now Tampa's ahead of them. Wouldn't then the Rangers play Boston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Rangers they, win the division, we if if we win the division, Boston we would the, get the top wild card. Right. So it could be Boston. Uh, yeah, it's most likely going to be Boston or Tampa. Um, okay, we can consider. Okay. No, it's only in the division for the two three uh matchup and then right. and then the, 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 the round two would be uh you know the two division the two teams that won right. in the division. Right. Right. So right. right now it looks uh, like it could be Pittsburgh, Washington or Boston that they'll play. But yeah. we'll, we'll have this, probably a clearer pick next week. Yeah, yeah, let's get final thoughts. Uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, Glenn, give us your final thoughts and this got behind you after that. 
well, again, I mean, uh, you know, like I've been saying the whole the whole time tonight, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I think this team is just gelling together at the right time. Uh, they're able to uh, compensate for injury or uh, there really hasn't been any poor play, but uh, they've got so much depth and so many interchangeable parts right now. Uh, I mean, the fourth line, you know, if you need Reeves, then he's out there. If you don't need Reeves, then you can still construct uh, a good fourth line for, for what you need. Uh, Gallant's got so many options right now, uh, depending on who the opponent is, that, uh, um, you know, you just kind of keep your fingers crossed that nobody gets hurt in the last five games and, uh, you know, that they're healthy and, and rested enough and ready to get started when the playoffs come. So, uh, you know, I think it's just uh, keep going forward. They've got a couple of tough games. Uh, you know, we're in Boston on Saturday afternoon. There's, They'll have that Carolina game that is going to basically be a playoff game. Um, and, uh, you know, they got Montreal, which maybe you'll see Georgiev start that game. But, you know, they've got winnable games the next uh, five games until the season ends. So just keep up the pace, keep putting the pressure on Carolina, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where it comes out in the end. So uh, looking forward to another good week and really looking forward to the playoffs. Amen to that. As well says, he, he spoke for me on that one. Shout out to Glenn and Scott. Your final thoughts. <laughs> um, I guess my final thoughts will be on the Island game. Somebody brought that up earlier uh, on Thursday. And honestly, that game, yes, of course, Rangers Islanders, no matter what the position is, you know, it's, it's a playoff game, you know, in, in, in spirit. Um, but that game is a lot more important for the Rangers than it should be because of the way they played the last game against them, and Gallant went absolutely ballistic, and rightfully so. Um, if not for that, you know, I wouldn't surprise me if the Rangers sat starters at this point. I mean, yes, they are still competing for the division and whatnot, but so having said that, so yeah, so because of the way they played, I think Gallant's going to give it his all. He's going to want to win this game. Um, and But don't, it wouldn't surprise me if we see Georgiev in that game. You know, here's two in a row for for um, um, for Igor. Um, I would assume Igor's got to play on Saturday. Now you got a Saturday ABC game against Boston, so that's going to have a playoff atmosphere, uh, and that's a potential playoff matchup. So you're going to want you know all guns blazing on that one. So Igor's going to play that. Then you got Carol next week. You got Carolina and Montreal back to back. I think. Uh, uh, Georgiev playing the, the Montreal game is a given. So, do you give him one more start, or do you go Igor all the, all the four out of the next five? Um, you know, the last five games of the year when you want him fresh. And so, if if, you, if you're going to give Georgiev another start, in my opinion, it's got to be the Islander game. So I agree with you. Know, if, so you if you remember going back when Georgiev first came up, he mastered the Islanders. Um, yeah, he sure did. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they were playing him every game against the Islanders because uh, he played them very well. Now, that hasn't been the case, uh, you know, since then. But, yeah, why not? See if he can uh, drum up a little uh, old-time magic with uh, Georgiev and uh, put him in against the Islanders. Sure, why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, let the good times roll, mean, man. You know, a... Say what? No, no, I was just going to say, because, yeah, cause, because other than just wanting revenge and it being Rangers Islanders, the game means nothing, <laughs> you know, other than our positioning. It doesn't mean anything to the Islanders, of course, other than it being their Super Bowl. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say right. why not, Georgiev? So let's just get that out here right now. So if, if, if he announces Georgiev's start and we're not like, well, what the hell? 
the Islanders. So no, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. We all understand that decision. Yeah, if it happens. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Glenn and Scott, the Ring Podcast with Ranger Pro. RP will be back next week. Uh, went over the Jets. Another shutout. Playoff positioning. This is exciting times, man. Uh, I know you guys are excited for your Mets, and my Yankees are going to be four, finishing in fourth place in the ALE. So this is all I got for 2022, man. <laughs> so bear with me. <laughs> for real, for real. Song guys, too, ladies and gentlemen. Next Tuesday. Reboot. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.